speaker has been recorded at an online meeting of Addictive Eaters Anonymous. You can email us at contact at aeainfo.org. My name is Serena. I'm an addictive eater. And thank you for having a meeting to come to this evening. Um, I'm an addictive eater. It means for me that I'm powerless over that first one and that on my own, I have a head that would bring me back to picking up that first one if I don't have treatment. And part of that treatment is coming to meetings and hearing that message of recovery, um, sponsorship steps, that's also part of treatment, but also trying to have a, a relationship with a higher parent. Some days that can be um, pretty, pretty light in that relationship. And even this morning I was saying to God, God, would you pray, pray through me? Would you help me pray here? Because I was, I was being a bit moany in my head. And, um, and then I got a phone call from another member and it just, it just helped. It just helped just that connection with another addictive eater. Um, and for me, that was, that was a sign of my higher power, just making it, making it a bit lighter, making it a bit easier for me. Um, and I, was told that I wanted to do a bit of a reading that was that was okay and I said to myself okay what what will I read and I thought okay I'll read something on page 33 and then I looked at page 33 and I thought well that's not I don't know I want to read a different page but what I did read on page 33 it's in the chapter more about alcoholism it said that Certain drinkers or eaters would be greatly insulted if called alcoholics. They're astonished at their inability to stop. And on the page before, it talked about um, an alcoholic who was trying to stop. And he it says he gathered all his forces. He attempted to stop altogether and found he could not. And that was that was my experience. I believe that... I was born an addictive eater. It didn't show, I think, for a lot of years. But into my teenage years, I started becoming conscious of, I suppose, how I looked, how I looked compared to other people. Started becoming a little bit conscious of what I ate compared to other people. And certainly then into my 20s, it really, it really took off as in... Um, wanting to weigh less, eating in secret, going to a weight loss club in secret, not telling my, my housemates that I was going, being concerned about my weight, but not sharing that concern. Um, and then finding myself binge eating, finding myself starting to eat, saying, I'm just going to have my breakfast, but finding myself having more toast and slice of tart or biscuit or more biscuits and and for me just that one or two wasn't enough and I'd always think I'm just going to end with the next one or the next two um, and just so often I couldn't and um, one meal might blend into another meal and it might stop when I'd hear someone maybe coming into the kitchen or coming back into the house I'd scurry to try and not have the evidence of what I'd done visible. Um, or if I was on my own, it would stop when the food had run out or just sometimes the end of, end of a binge would stop, but it wasn't me trying to stop. Um, and that's 
just little vision of what it used to be like. Um, and over the years, I found that it just got worse. The binges got closer, the volumes of food got bigger. Um, and just, you know, trying to trying to not do it and making promises to myself that I couldn't keep swearing. I was never going to do it again. And yet finding myself binging again. Um, and even saying things to myself like, you're going to have to stop going home to your parents if you eat like that every time you go home. Um, and there were things that I thought would make me stop and they didn't make me stop. Not being able to fit into clothes I thought I should be able to fit in didn't make me stop. Um, being worried about my health didn't make me stop. Um, knowing better didn't make me stop. Um, having a wedding to go to didn't make me stop binge eating. They just didn't have the power. And and like the the examples in the book, when I really, really, really tried to stop binge eating, I just found I couldn't. And I was, I don't know if I'd use the word astonished, I was baffled by it. Um, I was disheartened by it. I was frustrated. I was upset. And, and in the end, I felt like I was losing my dignity. I felt I was self-destructing. And and I had, I had no way out. And I had to get to a point where I did realise this thing, and I didn't know what this was, had me beaten. And thankfully, at that time, I got to meet, and I got to see a flyer that said, is food a problem for you? And I didn't ring the number the first day I saw it, but with more, more looking at it and probably more eating, I did make that phone call and I got to speak with a, a member of Addictive Eaters Anonymous. And, and within a really short time of talking to her, I knew she got it. I knew she knew what it was like to be like me. And that was my first experience of that. And out of that, I got to meet someone who shared her story with me. Step me and got to start going to meetings and hearing about a way out and hearing about sponsorship, hearing about putting down the food, hearing about doing the 12 steps and um, and hearing about this disease. And I balked at that at first. I balked at calling this disease. I thought that was a cop-out. But then I had to conceive that it actually fit. It had symptoms um, it was progressive and it, it just seemed to fit me that obsession of the mind about food and weight and uh, physically different um and i heard people talking about spiritual malady and you know, that word malady sounds a bit old-fashioned but i really feel it's so apt for me um that i was eating because i had a spiritual malady and the spiritual malady as i see it today was that self-concern, self-centeredness, how will I cope, how will I manage, how does this affect me, what will they think of me, um, resentments that I wouldn't have even known I had, fears I didn't know I had, I just felt hungry. Um, and, and thankfully, you know, I got to a place again through more eating that I asked a woman to be my sponsor and, and started doing the rest of these steps um, and it just felt like things were thrown up in the air and I might just be okay and that was the beginning and um, thank God I've been just given the grace to keep coming back and more has been revealed more about 
suppose in, in the last number of months about how still how self-seeking I am. I want other people to approve of me. I want them to approve of my decisions. I want them to uh, like what I do. And when I think they don't, um, I get very uncomfortable. And and it's how to, you know, for me in this program, then learning to live with that discomfort, learning to try and trust my higher power rather than trusting what I think other people think of me. Um, and that hasn't spent times when that's been really, really hard. And I really had to rely on on, on members who who have recovery and who have that trust in a higher power and and ask God for help with it and ask God for the courage to do the things that I find really hard. Um, and I've been and I have been helped here and I have been helped to that just that even on times when I feel really, really uncomfortable or really, really upset or really, really worried that the miracle of this program is I haven't had to eat over that. Um, and that's a miracle because I'm the kind of addictive eater, I call myself a pathetic addictive eater who who ate over anything or nothing. Um, so for me to, to not have to eat over things I find hard, um, that's, that's down to this programme. And, and how are things today? Um, yeah, I get I get to come to work. I get to enjoy my colleagues. We have a one of our colleagues is going to be celebrating her sixtieth birthday soon, and some of my colleagues have gone out, and I'll be joining them afterwards. And and I'm I'm looking forward to their company. Um, and you know, I believe that I won't. I, you know, I don't. Ex I expect that my higher power be with me and that I won't need to pick up that first one. And, um, you know, when I'm where I am here, there's a kitchen and, um, you know, there's plenty of stuff in it and my head doesn't say, you know, have one. And that's, that's a miracle. Um, so I'm addicted in shirt. This program has given me a way out. Keep needing to hear this message. Um, because I still have that, I still have that head, and um, that needs needs help and and gets it here. So, thank you for listening to me, and I'm looking forward to listening to other members. Thank you.